you got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I your Two sides to choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. We got to choose. We have got to choose. We have got to choose. And as we go. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, good evening. Welcome once again to another episode of, Switch of ooh, excuse me, ISBHBK presents Bible Talk. Uh, I'm your host. My name is Mashaba for, uh, for this evening. I welcome you to the, to, the, to the podcast, to, the, uh, to our broadcast this, this, this evening. Um, everybody, please give me one second here as I um, still sync our text. And let me go ahead and take this time also. Um, again, welcome to, to, our, to our podcast. If you'd like to, like to call in, if you'd like to share uh, that, that our show has started, uh, please, please share, share, send a message. Um, Air code 646-668-2568. Eric code six four six 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 eight two five six eight. Um, spread the word that the show has definitely started. All right, spread the word that the show has definitely started. As we try and come come to you live, um, at least uh, six days, five to six days out of the week. Um, as you know, we have Tuesday, Tuesdays, Tuesday, Tuesdays, Tuesdays, Tuesdays. Every Tuesday morning, uh, starting at ten a.m. Central Standard Time. Central Standard Time is basically from Texas, uh, going all the way up through what's that, Oklahoma. I don't know my states that well. Uh, Oklahoma, Missouri, Omaha, uh, Chicago, Louisiana, uh, coming back down south a little bit, uh, up through the Dakotas, I believe, including um, uh, Montana, Minneapolis, and what what have you, Central Standard Time. That's at 10 a.m. every every Tuesday. Uh, Please catch us about Tuesdays. And and brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you all, you're doing yourself a real treat. Uh, the tune to that brother. Um, I'm speaking biased. I'm speaking as a friend. I'm speaking as 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 a as a brother. As a as a uh, somebody who's been around this brother since I believe he said 2005. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, the way he comes across is very. It, he's your brother. He's your friend. He's your, he's your counselor. He's your mentor. He's your um, uh, he's a coach. He's a professor. He cares. Long story short, your brother cares. He really he really truly does. Um, check out the shows. Check out the shows every Tuesday. And if you miss any of the shows, we invite you either on the um, Apple Apple uh, iTunes Apple um, uh, uh, podcast, or the Google podcast, or iHeartRadio podcast, or Podcast Addict. Uh, just go go to any one of those search engines or or podcast platforms and type in ISBHPK Bible Talk. ISBHPK Bible Talk, and you, you get a list of um, the, the latest 300 episodes um, uh, that that we, that we have produced, and you can catch all the types of our shows. Um, the brothers doing some fantastic research, come across with some fantastic understanding. Do yourself the favor of checking them out. Right? Do yourself the favor of really checking them out. That take advantage of of of, of his studies. I'm going I'm I'm to say it like that. Take advantage of his studies. He comes across very unbiased, and he really is a, is a believer in letting the Bible do the talking, right? He really is a believer in letting the Bible do the talking. Please, going to check that brother out. Uh, as well as being a part of the ISBHBK network of, of Hebrew Israelites, we have school locations 
across the nation, across the country uh, of, of America, uh, in San Antonio, Texas, in Houston, Texas, in Norfolk, Virginia, and also in Rochester, New York. And, and uh, please, the brothers' teachings that they're doing, you can catch them on isbhpk.com. Again, that's isbhpk.com. Um, and get all the YouTube links uh, that, that, that is being produced. Uh, phenomenal teaching. Phenomenal brothers. I, I, I've been involved with, uh, with, with Kazakia uh, for the past, what, 30 years. Um, I used to teach with his, his father, um, Ariella, who was one of the very first pioneers to bring the truth outside of the New York City um, to the West Coast. Uh, he was one of the first brothers to, to ever teach uh, him and his brother Kabakab, who's teaching down in Guatemala, uh, to teach on Venice Beach and, 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 and bring the word of the Most High to Hebrew Israelites um, in an in, in evangelical way all the way to the West Coast. Um, I've, I've, known him, I've known him that long. And the brother's doing some phenomenal work. He's opened up schools in, in Baton Rouge. He's opened up schools in the Virgin Islands. The brother is a, is a believer in the Most High. And the brother he has with him, Quatrezat down there in Houston, uh, the brother Zion out up there in uh, Rochester, New York. Uh, the brother Sal Warm also in Houston. They're doing some phenomenal work. And I've been uh, around the brother uh, Kazakia, uh, not Kazakia, a uh, war. I've been around him for the past 22 years, about 20 years, um, doing some, some fantastic work with the brother Shamshuan uh, in San Antonio. And of course, uh, not, not leaving out by any means, uh, any means necessary, the brother Bonabas. I've been knowing this brother since high school. Um, I knew of this brother since high school. Uh, we actually met officially um, in, in the truth uh, when we first when when the camp first got opened up in 1990, 1992, in December of 1992, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, called the Stream of Knowledge. Um, phenomenal. And his classes are every Friday, um, the, the Sabbath, from basically 7 p.m to about 9 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, whatever part of the country you might be living in, uh, make, the, make the adjustments. If you want to catch the live show, if you want to catch the live show, again, you catch the, uh, uh, the podcast on iHeartRadio um, podcast, Google podcast, um, Apple iTunes uh, podcast, or podcast addict. Or you go to uh, uh, www.blogtalkradio.com, uh, forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, and you'll be able to uh, uh, catch all the shows. On Blog Talk, if you go to www.blogtalk.com, we have over 1,000 shows that we've done. Over 1,000 I think right now we're sitting like 1,060, uh, right around that mark, uh, going all the way back to 11 years, going all the way back to 11 years. Uh, so you can check out classes done by Kawa Cobb, by the brother Karash, who was up there in, in Las Vegas. Um, going, going all the way back to um, uh, the brother Samshawan, the brother Yashaala. Uh, again, uh, for a lot of information, a lot of information, a lot of breakdowns, a lot, a lot of the uh, foundational scriptures um, is there. Is, is, is there available for you? Whereas YouTube has has, has deleted and 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 uh, erased and edited a lot of our of a lot of our shows that we've done on YouTube. Uh, one, way, one way you still catch up with us, keep up with us, um, is through blog talk. It's through, it's through, through the podcast. Okay? So with that, brothers and sisters, um, again, spread the word, 646-668-2568, 646-668-2568. Um, uh, spread the word. 
uh, uh, classes that we started. Hopefully, this will be an informative um, uh, educational class for everybody to be able to get something out of it. Uh, as far as any of the announcements that, that need to be made, um, since we are now in the month of September, right, we've now made it to the month of September. And like Christ said in Matthew chapter 24, except those days be shortened. It seems like these, these, these days are flying by faster and faster, that we're already in the month of September 2022. Um, we're getting this one day closer, one, one hour closer, one minute closer to the return of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, who we will call Jesus Christ, or who we say in, in the Paleo-Hebrew, uh, Yahweh Shai. Getting one step closer to him finally coming making it, uh, his, his triumphal return to come and finally save the nation of Israel. The so-called Negroes, Latinos, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, the so-called Mexicans, out of the last captivity that we as Israelites will ever have to serve ever again. The captivity here of Babylon the Great, uh, the captivity of spiritual Egypt, the captivity of spiritual Sodom and Gomorrah, um, the last captivity uh, mentioned in the book of Daniel as far as the very end of the, very, uh, of the Roman Empire. And this is it. This is it. Not Michael Jackson's this is it, but this is it. That this is our last captivity ever. And yes, brothers and sisters, it's going to get a little bit worse before it actually, before it actually uh, gets better. Things are going to get worse. The economy is going to tank. Um, there's going to be a lot, there are going to be a lot more race riots. There's going to be a lot more divisions and seditions and the famines. Um, the famines are, 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 have been here and the famines are coming. And Please, uh, I know I'm rambling right now. I know I'm rambling. Um, when you read Matthew chapter 24, brothers and sisters, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that right now. When you read Matthew chapter, 20, chapter 24, uh, Second Ezra chapter 16, brothers and sisters, it, it, we're headed for some dark days. Right? We are truly headed for some dark days uh, before Christ comes. And just as a reminder, uh, we know when we read Romans chapter 15 and verse 4, the book of Romans, Chapter 15 and verse 4, it tells us that things written aforetime were written for our learning. Um, and that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, that now we might have hope. And if we understand, if, we, if we're going to try to absorb that a little bit, that if we go back and consider the history that was written about our travels in ancient Egypt, um, when Moses brought the word of salvation, to our forefathers, uh, the Israelites, uh, during that bondage, during that captivity. Um, as that message was spread to the 12 tribes while in our, our rigorous captivity and slavery and oppression in Egypt, things for us got worse. Things for the Israelites did not get better. The, the oppression and the rigors of the, of the Egyptians towards us, things got worse. Um, the uh, the economy tanked. Uh, the cost of living, uh, yes, yeah, and there was a cost of living at during that time. Uh, it, it got higher and higher. If you want to call it inflation, it got higher and higher, which which caused the Israelites for us to be spread across all the kingdom of Egypt. Not just to say, a lot of times when we think about Egypt, uh, we're used to just seeing like the uh, um, the, the the movies, either the Ten Commandments. Um, with Charles and Heston, that old, adult, that old movie, or we're thinking about the Prince of Egypt, and we, we, we consider, we think Egypt as like, when we think about ancient Egypt, we think about maybe a place like New York City, 
a metropolis or something like that, or a Chicago, or, or a San Francisco, or a Dallas. But remember, Egypt was a kingdom. It was it said the whole country of Egypt. And that the Egyptians had conquered Ethiopia during during, uh, during our, our captivity and our oppression in Egypt. So the the Egyptian Empire, the Egyptian kingdom, they stretch from not just Egypt of, of northern Africa, but all the way down to Ethiopia, and all the way as far up to the Tigris and Euphrates, that the Egyptian empire was, was, was an empire. It wasn't just a, 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 a city, like escape from New York City or, or, or uh, Los Angeles or something like that, that this was a kingdom. It was a country that all the Israelites, that, that after we got the knowledge of salvation from Moses, when it was confirmed, after Moses first, first confronted Pharaoh with, with his brother Aaron, that things for us as Israelites, our living conditions got worse. It did not get better. Right? Things did not get – I just say that as a warning, that a lot of times um, as, as we feel like there's, there's, there's almost this Christian mindset that uh, now we're coming to the truth, and now we're finding that we're Israelites, and now our living conditions, our financial condition, our – um, standard living is just supposed to increase a hundredfold because now we know we're Israelites, and now we know now, now we know the truth, and we can't forget Micah chapter two and verse ten, where the Most High told us, "Arise and depart. This is not your rest." That our journeys here in America, uh, our journeys outside the, la- the the land of Israel, outside of Palestine, this is our punishment. This is our punishment. This, this, this was not for us to, to come in and prosper and make a name for ourselves. That the Most High gave us the gift of the promised land. He gave us the gift of the land that flows with milk and honey. That was his gift to us. That was his dowry, if you will, um, in, 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 in taking on the nation of Israel. He gave us the promised land. And because of our sins, which we're going to be getting into today with, uh, and, and talk about Solomon, because of our sins, our rebelliousness and our disobedience, um, stiff-neckedness, arrogance uh, towards the Most High, we were, we were exiled out of the land. We were kicked out of the promised land. And that the land now was going to enjoy her status, and the land was going, it was going, it was going to be at rest while we were gone because we totally – Totally ravaged the land while we were there. So I'm only bringing this to mind, brothers and sisters, not just put a kill, a kill, a kill, uh, a wet blanket on, on top of the fire to smolder everything, but we we can't forget the scriptures, and we can't get a, a misunderstanding about the kingdom of heaven. Remember, Christ covered that very extensively in, in Luke chapter uh, uh, 11, and also uh, Matthew chapter 13. But we, we want to make sure we're getting a proper understanding about the kingdom of heaven. We want to make sure that, that we're not still involving our own understanding, our own thoughts and, 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 and visions and, and perceptions of what we think the kingdom of heaven is supposed to be like or what it's supposed to be. And it's not what the Messiah is talking about. Okay? It's not what the Messiah is talking about. So with that, brothers and sisters, let's, get, let's go ahead and get into tonight's class. I know this time is going to, it's going to catch up with me. It's going to go kind of fast. Uh, let's go to 
Let me start with that. That is a good scripture to start with. Um, No, because that's going to take too far back. But, uh, brothers and sisters, um, I'm continuing on with, with, with a series that, I, that I've started a while back, um, and we're examining uh, some, some, some of the events that have taken place for us as, as Hebrew Israelites. And I'm really trying to paint this picture over, 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 over this series of classes that, that, that we're going over. I'm really trying to help get a better insight into what was it like for us in the land of Israel. What, what, what took place in the land of Israel, the most I had to kick us out of Israel, that now we're over here in the Americas, whether it's North, Central, South America, whether now we, we, we've been kicked out of our promised land, out of the promised land, the land promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and now we've been scattered to the four winds of the earth. What was taking place with us as Israelites that that, that level of punishment had to be levied against us? that we were kicked out of the land. And now we have to wait for the Lord and Savior, the King of Kings, the Lord of, the Lord of Lords, um, who the world calls Jesus Christ, who we call Yahweh Shai. Then now we have, to, we have to wait for his return to bring us back into the land. Um, that that what, what was taking place? So I started this series about four or five months ago. Um, just examining one about the promised land, uh, the land of milk and honey, what that meant. Uh, really trying to examine just the gift of what what that meant. Uh, that as 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 we're living in these, these times where we're in agreement with the scripture where, where the Bible does prophesy that the the earth is defiled or the inhabitants thereof, that the, there's no place on the planet Earth that's not defiled or polluted with some type of toxins, pollution. Um, some type of destruction. And in the midst of all this, uh, in the middle of the droughts, in the middle of the famines, in the middle of, 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 of the mass animal die-offs that's taking place, that we have Israelites that, that are really, uh, you know, trying to get into the organic movement. Uh, we need to go uh, 100% organic, which I'm not against. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against. Let me, let me say that first off. I'm not against. But we, we, we see this push going towards uh, living 100% organic, uh, even becoming vegans, um, living off the grid, getting totally 100% off the grid, where it's just us living together amongst ourselves. Uh, we get our own businesses. We get our own schools. We have our own, own, own stores. We have our own banks. Um, and, and it's just us. And again, brothers and sisters, remember, we, we had that in Israel. We had our own land. You know, today, as, as an economic tool, they talk about how the black dollar needs to stay within the black community um, and be spent among black businesses or what have you. We're still talking about, we, we, we have that, 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 that degree of thinking. But sisters, you do realize, and, and it has come to your mind, right, that you're talking about still the white man's money, the Federal Reserve notes. That still has his pictures, whether it's coin or whether it, it, it's cash, it's still under the Federal Reserve. It's still their money. Do you realize that in the land of Israel, when we were there, under the, the protection 
and the, and and the, and the 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 protection of the, of the Most High, we had our own money with our own faces on it, and the resource wasn't backed up by um, greenbacks. Our, our resources were backed up by resources, actual gold, actual um, 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 jewels. The land itself was so fertile that a lot of history books, they call it the, the fertile crescent. But they like to say civilization started, that it was that land was that rich with resources so that our wealth and our health was at its optimum. Our wealth and our health could not have gotten any better than what was given to us in the gift of the land that flows of milk and honey. That we had, we had these things again. Being entrepreneurs, when we go to real quick, I, 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 I'm get out of that. I keep saying I'm gonna get out of that. Please join me in going to Deuteronomy chapter 28. And most most Israelites. As you tune in, we're used to going to Deuteronomy chapter 28, starting at verse 15, and reading down because of the condition that 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 uh, we currently live in. That even in the midst of, of, of our wealth and our prosperity in America, and, and becoming entrepreneurs, and we're owning record companies, and, and we, we are uh, owning. Um, uh, I see that the trend now is in the black-owned businesses. And now we're getting our own. Our own tequilas. We're getting our own wines. We're getting our own liquors. Um, you know, the truth coming out that that Jack Daniels um, stole the recipe from from uh, basically a slave, uh, and that Jack Daniels whiskey, which which is you know the Confederate whiskey, which is Confederate uh, moons or water or what have you, and then it was started by us. That, that even that was started by us. But we see this this trend going towards you know black people only black black, black products, and uh, you know the the Black Business Expo and stuff and all these type of things going on. Yeah, brothers and sisters, we 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 had this and much more in the land of the promised land, in the land that flows with milk and honey. But we were kicked off the land. So when we come to Deuteronomy chapter twenty, I'm gonna start with verse one. Going to Deuteronomy chapter twenty, I'm gonna start with verse one. It says, "And it shall come to pass." Now. Is this your first time tuning into one of my classes? I like going through the, some of the history, the, the chronology of what's taking place in, in, in the Bible as in what we're reading. This is Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Now, remember, when the Bible, when these, when these scrolls were first, were, were first written, there were no chapters and verses in any of the scrolls. There were letters. There were letters that, that were just written. There were books that were just written on scrolls. The the use of, of chapters and verses, that came about when they were translating the Bible from, from the Hebrew, Greek, and Latin into English to help them keep up with where they left off at from where they were uh, translating the, the, the scrolls. That's where they came up with the... the uh, um, the chapters and the verses, okay? But before that time, it was, it, they were letters, all right? Just like, like the New Testament. Paul didn't write uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 8. That was a, it was an epistle. 
the word Epistemian letter, that that was a letter Paul wrote to the, to the brothers and sisters, the Israelites that were in Corinth. Um, the book of Romans was a letter Paul wrote to the, to the Jews, the Israelites, that were in Rome. Uh, Thessalonians, uh, Thessalonica was the actual name of the city. And that there was one letter he wrote where we get First Thessalonians, and there was a second letter he wrote where we get Second Thessalonians to the brothers and sisters that were in those in those towns in those places. They were letters. There was no chapters and, and, and verses. Okay. Again, that was just brought about upon the uh, uh, when the, when the text and the scrolls were being uh, translated from the Hebrew, Greek, and Latin into English. Okay. So when we come to Deuteronomy chapter 28, and what we know now is Deuteronomy chapter 28, in the history, the, the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy, the whole book of Deuteronomy, it was written like in the last month, last two months maybe, of our journey during the 40 years in the wilderness. Okay? The whole book of Deuteronomy, that, the, that these are the words that Moses spoke to the Israelites, for like the last two months before he was about to die and of our last like two months of actually journeying in that 40 years in the wilderness before we was about to come into the promised land, all right, before we was about to now overtake and, and now receive the, the, the gift of the promised land. So these are the words that Moses was trying to remind us of and within this last month or two to stick with us, to try and stick with us Israelites as we was about to now end the 40 years of us wandering through the wilderness and about to actually go now into the promised land. So now when the latter part of this letter, which is now Deuteronomy chapter 28, and we'll start at verse 1. Well, as we know, it's verse 1 again, okay? It says, and it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations, of the earth. So he's, he's telling us, it's being stated, if upon our obedience and discipline to the way God does things, that that will set us, the nation of Israel, the nation, not the individual, that will set us, the nation of Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel, that will set us above all nations of the earth. Okay? I, I, I hope we're catching that. That is, he wasn't speaking to just an individual, to a, to a, to a, a record mogul, to an entertainer, to a, to a financial uh, wizard, to a real estate expert. He wasn't talking to them. He was talking to an entire nation, the entire nation of Israel. That if, if the nation obeyed the voice of the Lord our God, that the nation of Israel will be set above all nations, high above, not just above, but high above all nations of the earth. Are, are you with me? We're in Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 1, reading on verse 2. And it says, and all these blessings shall come, upon, shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Verse, are, are we hearing this? He said that all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee. That if you tried to get away from getting blessed, you couldn't. If whatever reason in your head you was like, you're trying to run away from a blessing. He said that <laughs> these blessings are going to overtake you no matter what. 
on the flip side, you know, if, if I if didn't have if I didn't have bad luck, I have no luck at all. That here is being stated to us upon the nation of Israel's obedience to the Lord our God, to His judgment, to His commandments, to His way of doing things, that all these blessings will come upon us and overtake us. You know, there's a lot of talk today about uh, uh, generational wealth. And that the way that, that white people, Caucasians in America, have been able to pass on generational wealth is through uh, insurance. They get life insurance. They, um, and through the life insurance, all the different life insurance policies, that they use that, and from that they get paid, and, and that's how they've been able to pass on generational wealth, including the, the, the wealth that was acquired through our slavery, through, through, through the, the 400 years, 500 years of free slave labor, that, that we contribute to the building of America, that is through those type of means that they have generational wealth. Well, brothers and sisters, you understand what, the, what Moses is telling us here? Right before we were about to go into the promised land, that if we would obey the voice of the Lord, our God, as a nation, even the actual word generational wealth isn't used right here, for it to say that all these blessings should come upon thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, that means the nation of Israel will be the one percenters. The nation of Israel will be the elite. The nation, not just a few individuals, the nation of Israel would be the elite if the nation obeyed the Father. Now, I, I you might notice I'm stressing the nation, the nation, the nation, because while we've been here in America, the stress is on the individual. While we've been here punishing oppression in America, the, the mindset that's been pressed upon us heavily is individual. The individual come up. Whether it's the individual or the individual family come up, it's not the thought about the nation. Living in, in a very capitalist opportunistic society where, where you, you, you have to learn how to, to take advantage of every opportunity for yourself because you and your family have to eat, that that has been heavily impressed upon us as a people not to be a consider or think about the nation of Israel, but to really concentrate on what me and my family is going through. To really, to really have the, the, the thought process only on I've got to make sure me and my family are provided for. But here, I'm, I just want to bring back to our remembrance, this was a warning to the nation, the nation of Israel. Not even a warning. This, this was, a, was, a, was, a, was a, a bugle call, a trumpet call. This, this was, 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 was what you're being praised and saying about, that the nation would have blessings that would overtake us. Even if we didn't want to be blessed, we'd still be blessed. That means that would, that, would, that, would, that would stay within our generation, that we would be passing down land and wealth and, 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 and property for generations as a nation. Beginning on verse 3, blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. As opposed to our living conditions now where everybody's trying to fight to get out of the ghetto, on a national level, not just individual level, on a national level. When I say national level, I'm talking about also for, for our brothers and sisters living in the islands, 
not just those living here in America who are fighting to get out of the projects of America and who might live affluent in some of the suburbs of Atlanta and some of the suburbs of, of, of Los Angeles, some of the suburbs of, of, of whatever city you might be in. But while there's still a majority of our people still living that ghetto life, the majority of our people still living that thug life, the majority of our people still, still living that, 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 that hunt, a fight for survival, not just in the Americas, I'm, I'm talking about when we go to the islands. If you go to Jamaica and see the living conditions of our people in Jamaica, when you see our people in Haiti, the living conditions of our brothers and sisters living in Haiti, that they will risk uh, 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 ocean travel, sea travel, damn near on a door if it floats, trying to get to America, trying to escape the poverty and the oppression and the living conditions that are there in Haiti. I'm talking about when people will walk from the middle of South America, from Venezuela, from from Argentina, from Colombia, and will walk through South America, through Central America, get to Mexico, walk through Mexico to get to the borders to try and cross the borders where Donald Trump and, 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 and the U.S. government now wants to put up this wall to prevent them from getting here to the, to, to the, to the Americas. I'm talking about the nation of Israel. I'm talking about the nation of Israel, those Israelites, uh, Gadites, the so-called Native Americans, that are still on reservations to this very day. They are not enjoying the wealth of the casinos. They are not enjoying the wealth and the benefits of, of the casino traffic. That are living in some of the most deplorable, if you, you want to say third world, third world conditions here in the Americas. That the whole nation will be blessed in our cities and in the fields. Not just a few individuals coming together in a co-op. Not just a few individuals coming together and, and we got a co-op, we got a couple acres, and now we're doing something. We're talking about the whole entire nation. The whole entire nation. And that's just here in the Western Hemisphere. I'm, 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 to, to include our brothers and sisters that have been dispersed throughout Africa. Our brothers and sisters have been dispersed throughout India. Our brothers and sisters have been dispersed throughout China. Our brothers and sisters have been dispersed throughout the South Pacific Islands that are living in some of the most horrid, down there inhuman conditions that people could live, the most savage conditions that people could live. I'm referring to the whole entire nation. Like Moses referring to and addressing the whole entire nation here in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 3. Read on verse 4. Blessed shalt thou be, blessed be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. <coughs> to examine this, blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. So we're talking about not having rickets. We're talking about not, not, not having sudden infant, 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 infant death. We're talking about not having um, uh, a prenatal diabetes. We're talking about not having any, the, the need for any vaccinations, but measles, uh, uh, smallpox, chickenpox, uh, 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 COVID, the colds, or what have you. Blessed be the fruit of that body, 
I mean, not growing up with, you know your family history and family tree very, very well. You're not growing, we're not growing up in dysfunctional families where the mother's got four kids by three different baby daddies. Growing up having to eat sugar sandwiches, mayonnaise sandwiches, because there's no food. Growing up, having to make sure I fight hard to get to school so I get a degree uh, or get a, uh, that, that athletic scholarship because I want to get my mom out uh, a brand new house because I've seen her struggle. Or I've seen my dad struggle. That blessed will be the fruit of our body. Then it says, and the fruit of thy ground. You talk about owning land? How about owning land that now God is blessing? How about that? And the fruit of thy cattle. The increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. We have herds. On top of herds. On top of herds. On top of herds. Of, of, of buffalo, cattle, bison, cows, um, elk, moose, you name it. Forget that old Mother Hubbard analogy. Forget that waiting on welfare or, or I got I to gotta save for a rainy day. We got to invest in stocks and some bonds. We got to make sure we get a 401k. We need to get a, a, a good job so we get some uh, dental insurance, some medical insurance, some eye insurance. The nation would be blessed. Because what you see people talk about God bless America, no. God was trying to bless the Israelites while we were in the promised land. If, that big word, if we would have obeyed him. The nation. Reading on. Verse 5. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. You talking about only businesses? Yeah, we, 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 need, we, we, need, we need some economic improvements within our neighborhood. We need more jobs. We need more things to do for for the youth. Come on, man. We had all this in the promised land. Our basket and our store would be blessed. There'd be no need to have to remind one another, make sure you go you, you buy black, stay black, support black, it'd be buy Israel. Let's keep reading. We the nature has we had so much for all these ideas that we have today about what we should be doing and coming together. We need to unify. We need we need to help one another. We need to uh, uh, we need we need to elevate. We need to get to a, a, a higher higher level of thinking. I I, I agree. But what could be a higher level than to understand that we are the Hebrew Israelites and we need to come back to the Lord, our God, as a nation, not individuals. 
Verse 6. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. Forget this dying when, when we die. Blessed when we come in. No, no, no childhood diseases when, when, when we're born. Not being born already into debt. Being born literally with that silver spoon in your mouth. And then when you die, that we're dying, not with dementia, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's, not from, from complications of diabetes or high blood pressure or, or stroke or heart attack. Not with schizophrenia and, and, and um, uh, manic depression. Bipolarism, that damn schizophrenia, paranoia, that that, that our, our kids got to put us in, in, in some type of, of nursing home because they got to live their lives and we lived our life and now there's just no time. Blessed that we when I go out, you, you, you have your family on the estate, on the legacies that we have as a nation. Forget that never die alone. Forget that being estranged from, 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 from this or being estranged from that. No. Forget that we need some hospice care. No. For what, in our obedience and being placed in the promised land by the Most High, these are some of the benefits, these are the benefits that we got to enjoy. The as much as we fight for human rights, being recognized as humans, as much as we fight for our, our, our civil liberties, does it come across that how insulting to the most high that must be when we as a people are talking about that that's what we want? Yeah, we want our enemies to treat us civil. And to accept us as human beings, accept us as American citizens, accept us as taxpayers, accept us as car carrying members of the NRA. Do you understand what the Most High had already given us in the promised land? Verse 7, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 7. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. There be no need for no black militias. There be no need for 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 the American Indian movement. There be no need for for uh, us to ever be challenged if we're in the police department, black or blue, choose a color. The Lord will smite our enemies before our face. There'll be no need to make sure you know your constitutional rights or you still get blasted and shot 50 times for a traffic stop. There'll be no such thing as driving while black. That that was nowhere around us as a nation. I got to worry about getting carjacked. 
that that at every every street corner, there's 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 people out there with with, with cardboard signs looking to eat. We didn't have to go through any of these type of things. Verse seven, Deuteronomy chapter twenty, verse seven: The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Because the most high will be fighting for us, not against us. So they believe they have to stockpile weapons. But just in case you never know, I got to drive around my neighborhood. I got to drive around my neighborhood. With, 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 uh, I got to make sure I, as a, as a, I'm living here in Texas, as a Texan, that I'm going to uphold the open carry law. So I can let my enemies know I carry a gun also. That if you shoot at me, the odds are that you see my open weapon, that I'm going to shoot back at you. We didn't have to go through any of these other things to feel protected. We didn't have to go through any type of things to feel safe. Like the way we had to live here in America. I, I, I get a house. I got to make sure I get ADT. I get some type of alarm system. Then I, I got I to arm myself. If, if, if it's with pepper spray, if it's with, with the, 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 paint gun, the, the pepper, pepper spray guns, if it's with uh, pistols, if it's with, with shotgun rifles, if it's with, 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 uh, with rifles. From N16 or uh, AR15s to AK47. Yeah, as I'm trying to live off the grid, I gotta make sure I protect me and mine. You ever realize that, that that's where post-traumatic stress syndrome comes from? Going through some type of trauma and feeling unprotected, to where your your, your fight or flight senses are always on alert. That's why people's nerves be, be gone. I don't feel protected. I don't feel safe. And, and what kind of desperation does that, does that drive us as a people into? What makes us feel safe? I got to have money. So, I, but by any means necessary, I got to get some money. By any means necessary, I need protection. So I'm gonna carry guns. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, work out like a, a, a damn fiend. Because I don't feel protected, I'm going to get the uh, uh, the drones. I'm going to get my own personal drones. I'm going to get uh, all type of surveillance. Yeah, if the grid goes, if the electrical grid goes down, there goes your surveillance. Then we. Do we really stop and consider how much we angered God that he kicked us out of the promised land? And this had nothing to do with white people. This had nothing to do with Caucasians. This had nothing to do with, 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 with the Hamites and the Africans and the Egypt. No, that, this was us. 
while living high off the hog, for lack of a better term, while living our best lives possible in the promised land, we did something to piss the most high off. I'm going to keep reading. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, unto, and he shall bless thee in, in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Oh, I, got, I, got, I, 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 got a, I have to share this scripture a lot more. Let's read that again. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Guess what? There was no mortgage, no taxes. No land tax, no water tax, and this is what he was giving the whole entire nation of Israel, not the individual. This is what he was. This is what he gave the entire nation of Israel upon our obedience to his laws. Statutes, commandments, and judgments. And this was a gift. This is a gift of the Father to us for the obedience of Abraham and Jacob. The Lord will command the blessing, command the blessing. Verse 9. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 9. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. Do things the way he does things. Make choose to make our opinions the same way as the Father's opinion. Yeah, the Lord would, would, would again the top of the verse. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people. Remember, the word holy means set apart. That the Israelites, the nation of Israel, would be set apart, special unto the Most High Himself. We run around here talking about the, the Illuminati conspiracies and the, the Bilderberg conspiracies and the 13 families conspiracies and, and, and uh, all the occultic conspiracies. The most I was ready to make the nation, we, we try to get to the Masons. We try to you know, go to college and get into a fraternity. Uh, we're trying to get a job and join a union. So now we might feel special. The Lord was ready was was given this to the nation of Israel. The nation. 
Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Asher, Naphtali, and Issachar, the nation of Israel. This was our gift, all of us. All of us. Verse 10. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. Good God. You know, it's been a while since I've read during chapter 28. I've got some of these details that are in this chapter. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 10. And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. When I've been known as niggas, thugs, uh, athletes, um, savages, wild, King Kong, gorillas, um, sexual vixens, whoremongers, Democrats, Republicans, Prince Hall, um, whatever the Mason houses are out there, the Moors, because they're supposed to be special, sovereign citizens of, 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 of the Cherokee, Chickasaw, Chihuahua, whatever. But all nations, all people of the earth shall see that, that thou art called by the name of the Lord. If you want to find the Lord God, find the Israelite. If you want to know righteousness, the most high creator's righteousness, find the Israelite. Any Israelite. Not, a, not an East Indian Sikh or shaman. Not some, some, some Koreans out there free themselves in, in, in some cold I, Iceberg River wearing, wearing uh, some oranges and pink. Some of this, some silent monks. They would look at the nation of Israel and say, surely the Lord God is with you. The na- not the individual. The entire nation will be looked on this way. Reading on, verse 11. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 11. And the Lord shall make the plenteous and good in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy ground in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. Where was the blessing going to take place at? Where was the, where was the blessing Again, he, he, how many times you got to reiterate it? I will make you plenteous in good. Talk about import exports. Come on, y'all. In good. And in uh, in the fruit of thy body, our children. Tell us about did, 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 uh was finishing up a series um, yesterday. Uh, in, in a series, he was, he was covering uh, monogamy. Where where whole idea of monogamy started from brothers and sisters you, you don't know monogamy started uh, that wasn't pushed in, in churches until the 1800s 
So before the 1800s, I'm talking about 1800s A.D. I'm talking about, you know, the Civil War was 1865, 1800s, 1800s. Now that's when the, 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 the thing about monogamy, one man, one wife, that's when that first started getting pushed. That before that, there's no biblical reference at all in the Bible towards monogamy. You know, believe me, he, he, the, the Brother Tells Five has done an eight-part series covering this very topic. It's, it's called Let's Stay Together. Again, go check it out at, on uh, iTunes. Um, if you have an iPhone, a, Apple iTunes uh, podcast or radio, just look up ISBHBK Bible Talk. If you have iHeartRadio podcast, ISBHBK Bible Talk. Uh, Google Podcast, uh, or www.blogtalkradio.com. Go check out the series, Undeniable Facts, Undeniable. But the reason I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning that is that when it says here in, in verse 11, the fruit of that body, he's bringing out examples. Brother, sister, you know that it, was, it, was, it, it wasn't uncommon for a man to have 70 kids, 40 daughters. We probably can manage two, three, four kids these days. That the very first commandment in the Bible towards uh, people, I'll say it like that, is to be fruitful and multiply. We have this debate going on in America right now. I haven't heard too much about it lately, but this whole thing about, you know, uh, um, uh, abortion is now illegal, and the right to choose has been has been, uh, been denied by the Supreme Court. Why would people want to have abortions in, in the first place? Why would you want to destroy a baby? Besides the obvious fact that you've been you've been too promiscuous, you're trying to continue with your career, or on, on, on the outside fact that 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 somebody was raped. Here in America, I can believe that. Guess what? We didn't have to deal with in the promised land. We had very functional, a very functional society, as long as we was obeying the voice of the Lord our God. But in verse eleven, and the Lord, so if you have over seventy kids, forty daughters, um, thirty daughters, um, there are so many examples the brother was bringing out that to keep the very first commandment God gave humans to be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Here he's saying in verse 11, again, he'll make us plenty and good, and he gets specific, in the fruit of thy body. This will be the nation of Israel that he's given us to. And in the fruit of the cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which he, the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. In the land that he gave to our forefathers. The promised land. The land of milk and honey. Verse 12. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. The heaven. Forgive me, y'all. My, my, my sight is going in and out. Uh, the Lord shall give give 
the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Come on, y'all. We, 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 we're, we're back around again. Talk about we need to get our own banks. We need to get our own lending institutions. Do you understand that now while we were in the promised land, it said we would lend to nations. And not have to borrow from them. What's the what's America's national debt right now? A national debt here in America, and 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 uh, for real. While we were obeying the voice of the Lord our God, and we were in the promised land. There was no national debt. So you know what that means, brothers and sisters? There's no inflation. For the nation of Israel, for us Israelites, I know, it's bewildering, ain't it? It blows the mind, don't it? This seems utterly impossible, huh? Verse 12. One more time, God. I just, these words are, 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 are soothing. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 12. The Lord shall open unto thee his good, tre- his good treasure, the heaven to give the, the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. We're, we're, we're trying to go around get, trying to get good credit now, trying to spend about credit now. And again, it might, it might be a tool, but you've got brothers and sisters that are really going around here like they, they found a way to, to get good credit, and the most size with them, they're, they, they, the most size with them, and not with nobody else, because they have good credit here in America. Now they got a 700 damn uh, credit score, a uh, 100 damn credit score. Again, but that's on an individual basis. <laughs> this is what the Lord was giving to the nation of Israel. Do you think America is in debt to China, some trillion, couple trillion dollars? The nations would be in debt to the Israelites, our nation. You know how, how, how Arabs the, in the United Arab Emirates that each one of the, the, the sons over there is called a sheikh, which means a prince. And at, at the age of, I believe, it's 21, there, there's a trust fund already established for them that they get so many millions of dollars at the age of 21 just for being a part of the United Arab Emirates. Not because of nothing they did, not because of any special schooling they did or a special talent or because they was, 
it was extra good at playing soccer or extra good at, at, at um, uh, in academics or, or playing 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 uh, instruments. Just because they're citizens of the United Arab Emirates, there's an automatic trust fund set up for them. They're set for life on a national level. That's what they call sheiks. This is what the Most High was giving the nation of Israel. This is what he gave us. And now we're really putting them out here, busting our ass, trying to make sure we have a good credit score as individuals. We have so much anxiety because my credit score might be going, be a, might get affected. Having neurological, psychological problems, worried about my credit score as an individual. I I, I hope some of this might might be registered. I know a lot of people might have been when they cut the show off. It happens. It happens. Uh, reading on verse uh, verse that was thirteen, uh, verse fourteen. We're almost done here. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter twenty verse fourteen. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Don't do it. And he just gave us 13 verses of blessing to the nation of Israel for our, our, our obedience, to the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel for our obedience, to his laws, statutes, commandments, his judgments, and to do things God's way. Where? In the land that he was that he gave us the land that was promised to Abraham. That as far as Abraham could see to the to from sea to shining sea, as far as he could see, that that land will be given to him and to his seed. That 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 promise, that covenant was then passed on to Isaac, and then that covenant was made with Jacob. That in being given the promised land. These, these were, 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 this was an outline of the benefits that we would receive from being in the promised land. Now, give me a few minutes, brothers and sisters. I need to take a, a quick intermission. Let me take my time here. Oh, I got a good time. I got a good time. All right, cool. Let me um, let me take a brief intermission real quick, and people get back. I want to go. We, we that's gonna be a good segue to go right into about what Solomon was doing a little bit. Okay, so one of my favorite songs. Let's hit it.
hood, you hear sirens and semis pop. You to keep vexing Ephraim, when will the envy stop? No love for any cops, that's what got Kenny shot. Y'all drinking Henny shots, I'm investing in penny stocks. They give me props, rapping, teaching, debating, unity. While Satan trying to weaken the nation, cops in my community. Kill us with every opportunity. No justice or peace, the police get immunity. Look, rubber bullets and riot suits when they gear up. Asking where the love went, cause judgment is near us. Kids rather pour up a foe and sip the syrup Then learn about how the black moors ruled in Europe We divided by economic material skills My people are serial victims of imperialism I tell the truth in the booth Boy, my pen no lie They love the Hebrew Israelites Ask the N-O-I Let's pray, I pray Abba, Abba, yeah, I will rise, I pray For your grace and everything that you shall provide, I pray Every day that you teach me how to strive to put my trust in you Cause in you is where the power lies, my people are dead and pump will come out of hide, I pray. Every day, no excuses or alibis, I pray. That every last one of these cowards die, I pray. All of this in the name of Yahweh Shai. Can't feed the blessed, don't need the stress, so I fast and I rest. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. 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 All right. And let me just take time. I know it's been an hour since, you know, that we came into the show. Uh, fair use trade and all that good, good jazz and everything. Um, that none, none, of, none of our shows are, are for profits, all right, that, that we're not banking off of uh, some of the music and the sound bites that we do use um, for personal, personal gain or, or, or uh, profit or wealth. Uh, however that goes, I haven't read the damn thing. But I remember when we did our uh, we did our YouTube shows up. That our YouTube shows got shut down and canceled and deleted because uh, I didn't understand about the the, the fair use of trade or, or whatever and using um, snippets of music and using uh, introductions of music uh, as part of our intros and stuff uh, for our classes and it got shut down uh, in, in the belief that I guess we, we were stealing money from uh, the uh, promoters or, for, or from the artists that were producing the music. So, fair use trade and all that good stuff. We're not, we're not, this is not being produced or, or uh, for the express uh, 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 determination of making money off of what other people are producing as far as the music and, and, and or, or stealing from them as far as the talent or anything like that. Okay? Just going to throw it out there. So, brothers and sisters, now please join me as, as, as we. Now we're going to jump into the class where Solomon turns from the Lord, all right? Solomon turns from the Lord. Now, again, um, well, we, we can't just jump into it. If we understand, hopefully, hopefully uh, if, if you've traveled this far with me in, in this journey of this, this fast so far, that you might see and understand how we as the Israelites, we really messed up. We really, really did mess up with the most I given us. And what, what I'm afraid of, brothers and sisters, as I see this again, a cycle. It says, if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. That if we really understand Israelite history and the psychology and the mindsets of us as Israelites um, uh, throughout, through, throughout the millennia, millennium, that there's a lot of the same mentality and actions and thought processes, we're repeating the same things that our forefathers did 
and getting the most high upset with us. A lot of the same mentality. Now, it's coming from a place now here, you know, um, September September 6th, 7th of 2022, uh, that we, we're coming from a place now where we forgot where Hebrew is right. But brothers and sisters, do you realize that we, we damn near forgot? Well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me correct myself. Do you realize, and we're thinking that now that we're coming back into realizing we're Hebrew Israelites, and that now we're starting to keep some of the laws of the Most High um, to the point where we're, we're emphasizing wearing fringes on, on our shirts. We're emphasizing um, uh, of not eating a pork, shrimp, crab, or lobster. We're emphasizing the, 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 the new moons. We're emphasizing the uh, um, no buying and selling or eating um, or cooking on, on the Sabbath. Uh, we are emphasizing um, uh, many things, many things. Which is not wrong, and I'm not, I don't, I don't want to give the illusion to that what I'm saying, but that is wrong. But we're still missing the target. There are a lot of things that that we zero in on. As, as being the specifics of of, of of a lot of debate among Hebrew Israelites, as being the the, the, the fuel um, to keep a lot of a lot of us bickering and debating and going at one another about now about who's more righteous than who. That if it's the Star of David, that we're more righteous because we keep wearing the Star of David, and you're more wicked known because you do wear the Star of David. Um, this thing of, of, of trying, I'm, I'm trying to one-up you uh, in righteousness to where it's, it's to the point now we can't even agree on what day the Sabbath is. There are Hebrew Israelites that say that Sabbath begins every every new moon, a Sabbath begins, as opposed to being every so-called Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That no, they said every every new moon, it starts all over again, and you had to go seven days from the new moon. There's some Israelites are saying, that, I mean, it, it, the the divisions that are among Hebrew Israelites right now, these same divisions and trying to be more righteous than the next man, were some of the same divisions that got us caught up in the first place. That has the whole entire nation. Out of the promised land As opposed to just a few, to a few, a few individuals So In diving into This mindset I've, I've already covered David And some of the, the things he got, got into The adultery The, 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 the murder The envy The, um, the slothfulness um, the seeking of pleasures and luxuries that David got caught into um, covered that. Now we're going to deal with Solomon. And Solomon was, was one of the richest and wisest kings of the nation of Israel. But let's examine. Let, 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 let's, things in the fourth time for our learning, let's examine some, some of the things about Solomon, okay? And this is going to be a, a mini-part series also. I, I can tell that right now. This is going to be a mini-part series, but we're just going to do, do some reading. Uh, right now, we're going to 1 Kings chapter 11. 1 
First Kings chapter eleven, the start of verse one. First Kings chapter eleven, the start of verse one. It says, "But King Solomon loved many strange women, together with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonians, and Hittites, of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, You shall not go in unto them, neither shall they come in unto you, for surely they will turn away your heart." After their God, Solomon prayed to these in love. Verse 3. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines. And his wives turned away his heart. Verse 4. For it came to pass, when Solomon was old, that his wives turned away his heart after other gods. And his heart was not perfect with the Lord, his God as was the heart of David, his father. For Solomon went after, after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and went not fully after the Lord as did David, his father. Verse 7. Then did Solomon build in high, in high place for Hamash, the abomination of Moab, in the hill that is before Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon. And likewise did he for all his strange wives, which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their gods. So this is after Solomon receives the riches, receives the wisdom, um, built the temple, um, built his house that he, he got carried away, right? That he really did get carried away. Now, I've covered a lot of this in, 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 in previous uh, classes, but we're going to kind of comb our way through, through some, of this, some of this here. Oh, brothers and sisters, uh, this rabbit hole is about to go deep. Right? This rabbit hole is about to go deep. Now, one thing I, I like to do is I, I like to pull up commentaries and, and as many uh, 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 reference, reference books um, that have been compiled by scholars to help get an understanding about what's being read. So it's not just my own understanding. It's not just my own biased opinion about about what I feel it might be saying. Like you might learn if you grew up in church, that a, a passage will, will be read, and everybody will wonder well, what, what 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 do you get from that? I like to go get the, the references and the reference work of scholars who have compiled years and years of research, years and years of study, and have access to records that we are just not coming into having access to archaeology, to history, uh, anthropology, that we're just barely starting to be able, be able to find. That, that, is, that a lot of this information has been locked up by scholars, has, has been uh, written in, in books and buried in books that were written in the 1600s, books written in the 1700s, books written in the 1800s of, of some of the, the dynamics that were, going, that were taking place. I'm also a fan of the Josephus, previous Josephus. 
um, Antiquities of the Jews. To get some of the historical background, um, even if you were the prequel of some of the events that were taking place and, and, and what led up to these events. Okay? So I'm going to the um, uh, John Gill commentary. I'm going to the John Gill commentary. Of many commentaries I use, I, 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 I do like this. It, 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 historically, his is pretty good. I'm going to 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 4. 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 4. And we're going to do the, the commentary uh, from John Gill on 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 4. And it says, And it came to pass when Solomon was old. Now, that's what the scripture says. Now, John Gill is about to give his commentary about this verse. Okay? And uh, I've done classes uh, on, in this series going, going back about John Gill and some of the people I, I use who they were, and, and, and the type of studies that they, they, they were involved with. On a scholarly level, they, 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 a lot of these guys can't be touched. I'll just be honest with you. Now, as far as identifying who the Israelites are, no, that, that, was, that had to be hid. Right? That, 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 the identity of the Israelites, for the most part, had to be hid. But for the other scholarly historical work that, that these men have done in the research and the reference books that they use, it, 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 it can't be touched. So reading on. Now, with his commentary, it says, toward the latter end of, of his reign, when he might be near 60 years of age, for Rehoboam, his son and successor, was 41 when he began to, to, to reign. And we go to first thing, chapter 14, verse 21, to help verify that fact. So we're seeing that Solomon was somewhere near 50 years of age, right, when, when all this, these, these events starting to climax, starting to come to a head, okay? Um, which is observed either as an aggravation of the sin of Solomon that in his old age, when by long experience, he might have been thought to be still wiser and less lustful, and yet as Solomon got caught up into a lot of lust. That's what look, these, uh, these, all these gods that we've read about, and we're going to be doing some reading now, gods and goddesses, they were fertility gods and goddesses. They were fertility and agricultural gods and goddesses that Solomon got caught up with. And I'm not going to go into it tonight, but Have you ever wondered where the term sex, drugs, and rock and roll comes from? Now, we know for the most part it comes from Alistair Crowley, Alistair Crowley, who, who calls himself the beast. He, he's pretty much the, uh, the, the inventor of the modern age, uh, Satanism, modern age, uh, the, the whole uh, do as thou wilt. That the only rule is that there is no rule. That carpe diem, that if it feels good, do it. And pretty much the, 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 the main one, pushing the philosophy of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. He was real influential in the Beatles music and became very influential in Michael Jackson's music as well. As far as getting himself over to occult practices, occult rituals, occult, uh, occult um, uh, sex practices, this, this man went there. And he did a lot of studies a lot of studies in the occult 
and is really the forefront of the sex, drugs, and rock and roll movement. Right? He 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 pretty much led it. Right? He pretty much led it. He 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 was the father of it, uh, in in giving birth to to rock and roll and and the same music, including rap and 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 the type of different things that that have that people experience. Living the life of a rock star, I'm gonna party like a rock star. Um, we we in this modern time, we can thank Alistair Corey for that. Well, I bring him up by way of when we go as we get into the these these gods of other nations, these fertility gods and these these agricultural gods. And the lust that was served by serving these gods, there was a lot of sex, there was a lot of drugs, there was a lot of partying, there was a lot of, a lot of revelry, there was a lot of drunkenness that was taking place in how these gods were being served. And, and now we're seeing that Solomon, in his old age, he got caught up in these same practices and observing the same lusts, even after building the temple for the Most High, even after being given the, the, the blessing of wisdom and understanding to be able to judge and deal with the Israelites. Yet Solomon, too, began to get swayed, persuaded, seduced to the dark side. This is what we want to examine. This is what we want to go into. That as we see it in America right now, there's, there's, this, there's, there's, there's this widespread push for not only the LGBTQ community, you want to call them that, but also the legalizing of, of Marijuana. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I want. I want to, really want to be able to try to bring this out clear as we progress through this series. But the ancient use of marijuana and hallucinogens and aphrodisiacs. These are ancient things. Just because today it's called a molly, the practice of, of drugs to enhance the sex for for longer, harder erection, for longer, harder orgasm, for to just touch on every pleasure center of the brain, to 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 to, to find new ways to, to extract the dopamine. Or, or, or increase the dopamine production. That's where the word dope comes from, dealing with drugs. The dopamine hormone that's releasing the, uh, uh, from the brain that enhances all pleasure, that enhances all feelings, that the, the, these, these things are ancient. And that a lot of things that, that people do today can be traced back to these other gods. This is what God calls the other gods. These are the other idols. That 
began to influence us as Israelites. So they got our, our wisest king caught up. Reading on with the commentary, it says that his wives turned away his heart after their God, after other gods, or as pointing at the advantage uh, his wives took of his age. So that was the commentary that he said that the wives took advantage of his age. That while he was young, you know, he 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 was on it, but over a period of time, he got seduced. He got seduced and pulled into these other lusts. Remember, brothers and sisters, that Christ warned us about the same thing. And what was that, Luke 8, 21? That the lust of other things entering in choked the word? That when it comes to, to, to tapping into the pleasure centers of the, of the mind, the losing of inhibition, the letting go of the conscience, To go ahead and blame it on the alcohol. This is ancient, y'all. This is ancient. Reading on it says, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord, his God, as was the heart of David, his father. That's what the scripture says. Now, this is what the commentary says. Who, though guilty of many sins, never included, never inclined to idolatry. His heart was always right in that point and sincere in his worship. See Psalms 18 and verse 20. So David never really gave himself to idolatry, but he had other sins that he definitely, definitely dabbled with, that he, that he definitely um, was guilty of, okay? Uh, verse 5 now. Uh, same commentary in uh, verse 5. First Kings chapter number five, and it says, And Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the, of the Zidonians. That's the scripture. Now here's the commentary. Enticed by the Zidonian women, or women he had from First Kings eleven and one, according to the Phoenician histories, Solomon married a daughter of Hiram, king of Tyre and Zidon. So Clemens of Alexandria says that Hiram gave his daughter to Solomon. Right? And so Hiram, who, who, who a lot of Israelites like to use Hiram and talk about how, how Israelites did trade and business with other nations. And they always like to use Hiram that we, we used uh, trade and business with Hiram of Zidon to get the cedars from Lebanon to help build the temple. And if somehow they, they use that as, as a justification, if you will, or, or, or a basis of how we need to conduct business with the nation. That we can be wide as separate Thomas' dove. Well, we're seeing that it was Hiram's daughter and this business contract that was established with Solomon. In this business contract, it was a marriage contract. 
So yeah, they did business, and we and 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 we definitely got the 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 the, the cedars from Lebanon, no doubt. Do y'all do y'all remember Christ ever saying, "What will a man give in exchange for his soul?" Yeah, some of the business with Hiram, and and as a businessman, that would have been wise to do business with Hiram. Hell, it's behind the advice of David his father. But guess what David never did? Married one of those women. Solomon, and you know, because that's the, that's the other you know vocabulary among Israelites right now is wisdom, 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 wisdom. And again, that concept of wisdom is based on if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. So yeah, if Solomon had to go ahead and marry Hiram's daughter to keep the business relationship good, hell yeah, go ahead and do it. But what will a man give in exchange for his soul? At what point does you talk about you using wisdom. At what point do you throw away your soul? Solomon did. Huh. Get on with the commentary. It says, Asteris is Astarte. The same with the Venus of the Greeks. So, Suetus and Lucian expressly says the Sidonians had a temple said, said by them to belong to Astarte which he takes to be the moon and both Venus and Juno signify the same planets. To give on Judges chapter 2 and verse 13. So here we'll be introduced to a few more names that are going to become very prominent, that, that, that are going to be very important. We have Asterisk. We have Astarte. Uh, which is the same with Venus of the Greeks. Now, we know that Venus is also associated with Aphrodite. Let me put my phone up here. Forgive me, y'all. My vision is really, really, really bad. Aphrodite. I'm sorry, y'all. Give me. I need to look up this word. 
That was um Forgive me, y'all. Um Was that Hera? I'm getting ahead of myself, y'all. I'm forgetting. With my vision, it's getting too hard to read. It's getting too hard to see right now. So, let me finish up this commentary, and then I might be caught up on that. I'm sorry. It says, after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Uh, continue on with the commentary. It says, the same with Molech. First uh, Kings chapter 11, verse 7. He deal on, Le- on Leviticus chapter 18, verse 21. He deal on Amos chapter 1, verse 13. After this, he was drawn by his Ammonitish uh, wife or wives, 1 Kings 11 and 1, through the Jewish writer think, uh, writers think he did not worship uh, these idols, but suffered his wives to do it. Uh, and... Connived and, and convened at it, which was his sin. So Ben Gershom and Albert and all. But this is, I'm sorry, my eyes are gone. And I feel myself being, being really drained. I hope y'all got some from this. I've covered some of this before, uh, but. My eyes are really, it's getting a little cloudy right now. Um, let me continue. Let me just make me continue this tomorrow. Tomorrow, what is today? Today is Wednesday. I'll see if I can, can continue this tomorrow. Probably tomorrow evening. My apologies, brothers. My apologies. With that, I'm going to say shalom. I'm sorry, babe.
SEMUA